This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Plato. And now it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KER St. Louis Public Radio Iowa News. Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. Oregon's Willamette River Valley is home to 13 dams, which have the important job of making sure water is at the right place at the right time. But these dams have the unfortunate side effect of trapping salmon and preventing them from getting where they want to go. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has a novel solution for this problem that may seem surprising. A floating vacuum the size of a football field, which will suck up the salmon, load them onto trucks, haul them down the river to be put back in. If your reaction to this plan is, huh? Well, you're not alone. Joining me to talk about this is Tony Schick, reporter for Oregon Public Broadcasting and ProPublica based in Portland. Welcome back to Science Friday. Hey, thank you so much for having me. This sounds a little bit wild. Let's let's start with the problem here. Of course, the the fish want to go back up river and the dam is in the way. All of them, right? Well, the fish want to go down river first and they're in the way for that too. So, uh-huh. the fish are born uh in the streams up above the dams and are trying to migrate down river to the ocean and the dam blocks their journey down river and it blocks their journey up river too. They have been massive impediments, and they are what biologists cite as the dominant factor in driving several of these species to the endangered list. Wow. I, but the plan I described briefly seems, if I might coin a phrase, a little bit bananas here. Tell us of the details. This is really a, a giant fish vacuum. How big is this? Yeah. So that's not me being flippant when I describe it as a fish vacuum. That's how the Corps of Engineers biologists described it to me. It looks like a like a giant floating industrial building with fish tanks and plumbing. And what it does is it uses pumps to create an inflow of water. And so it's sucking up water. And the idea is to create a big enough flow of water that the fish think, oh, that's the current I'm supposed to follow downstream because these salmon are you know, hardwired to make their way downstream and to follow a flowing current. That's part of the problem with having these reservoirs behind dams is like it's stagnant water. So it's preventing the salmon from their typical migration downstream. And so the idea is essentially to trick these fish into thinking this is the way downstream. And then they get caught in these traps and then they're held in in tanks. They're transported onto a truck and then they are driven downstream around one dam or Uh, maybe multiple dams in some cases, uh, and then releasing them back into the water. And then they would then capture the adult fish once they come back, you know, a few years later from the ocean. And that's something they've been doing for a while. Adult trap and haul, uh, as they call it, is fairly commonly used practice for these uh, high head dams, the dams that are very tall and, and very difficult to construct some sort of fish ladder that the fish can just swim past. Is is this the easiest solution to this problem? I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, you're going to be stressing the fish and who knows what. Why has this plan gotten the most traction? In short, it's not the most simple solution. There are other things you can do at a flood control dam, which these dams are primarily used for flood control. They do have other uses, but they were primarily built for flood control. And what you can do there is you can open up the various gates in the dams. You can open up 
they're called regulating outlets that you use to kind of regulate you know the the height of the reservoir or the temperature or the flow you can open those up and essentially drain the reservoir down to the level of those outlets so the fish can can get through those outlets those outlets can safely pass fish but they're normally at a depth that's that's way too deep for salmon to get to because salmon are oriented to the surface and so if you just drain those to the point where the salmon can find them you can pass a lot of fish and at some of these dams at one in particular they have experimented with draining the reservoir all the way basically to the creek bed and they have a dam where it's configured in a way that it can kind of facilitate that and they've seen tremendous success with with passing fish and the core reports that they have uh, seen a tenfold increase in the number of adult salmon coming back at that dam. It's called Fall Creek Dam because of draining the reservoir. And and what that does is it flushes all of the fish downstream. They have like 99% successful passage. It also kind of restores temporarily, at least, you know, river conditions. And so you're getting rid of the reservoir temporarily. And so you don't have the reservoir conditions where invasive species like bass or northern pike minnow uh, that really like those, you know, warmer stagnant lakes, it's it's getting rid of a lot of those. And so the reservoir becomes not so perilous for salmon. Right. But well, if that works so well, why go to this kind of scale? I mean, it doesn't seem like uh, this is going to be sustainable. In the long run? Well, there are a couple of reasons. One is the Army Corps says they're operating kind of within a box that Congress has kind of designed for them in terms of how they can operate. So they have all of these uses authorized for the dams, storing water, hydropower, recreation. And if you're draining the reservoirs, that is sacrificing those other uses. And Corps says that they're not able to do that or allowed to to do that and sacrifice all of these other uses because they are uses that Congress has authorized for them. And until Congress says otherwise, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I, 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 what, what's the projection, though, for how many fish the Army Corps' project will save? So their projections are that these fish collectors can collect somewhere between 80 and 90 some percent of fish. Mm-hmm. And will this actually stop the possible extinction? Of the fish, if, if you can get that? The core says so. There are a lot of people who are more skeptical of that. So at a couple of these locations where they're trying these fish collectors, it's going to result in two-way trap and haul, as I described. You trap the juvenile fish, truck them downstream. You trap the adult fish, bring them back up. There was a review of this in 2017 by some researchers at University of California, Davis, where they examined this in the context of it being proposed for salmon in California. And they concluded that there is no such program that can be considered a success of this two-way trap and haul. Uh, They said any such program should proceed with extreme caution. Those are their words. And that in conclusion, they said it won't save salmon. It will merely prolong their path to extinction. Now, I will say the Corps biologist in the area, Greg Taylor, has been frank with me about the uncertainties involved in their plan. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to go back and look at how these structures performed in other locations to see that there's been some challenges. So what we can do and what we have done is 
gone back and looked really hard at those designs and tried to incorporate every single thing we think can help a structure at our site collect fish in the most efficient way possible to be successful. Yeah, so these fish collectors have a really spotty track record. There are some that have been successful. There's one on the Clackamas River, which is also on the Lamet system owned by a private company that has been quite successful. The difference is that's a very small reservoir. It doesn't fluctuate up and down like these flood control uh, reservoirs do. And it also operates what's called run of river. Basically, the water that comes in flows out. They're not impounding lots of water behind the dams, creating this stagnant lake. So they have all of these things going for them at this dam that the Army Corps Willamette dams don't have. And they're aware of that. So what's what's next for this plan? Is it uh, still going strong? Can we expect an update? So the Corps has to finalize its plan for Willamette River salmon by the end of 2024 under a court order. And the next step is has to get approved by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA. And NOAA scientists said that they are confident in these fish collectors, that they believe that the core can improve on designs they've seen elsewhere and that they they do have confidence that it will work. Well, we'll we'll check in and check back with you, Tony, okay? Thanks for taking time to be with us today. Thanks so much. Take care. Tony Schick, reporter for Oregon Public Broadcasting and ProPublica, based in Portland, Oregon.